views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning us in and turning us on. Wow, we have got an amazing lineup. Amazing lineup. You know, I love, love, love what I get to talk about each and every day. Uh, And it's really kind of fun because, um, you know, I don't really know how it gets any better than this because for the most part, You know, when we get to step into a life that we truly love, not that we're not going to have our bumps or ups and downs or things that happen, but when we really are feeling the gratitude for what we we do and how we live in the world, I have found it to be an enormous blessing. I get to hang out with Benny and with Taylor. So hello, Mr. B. Hiya, Pat. Yeah. How you be? Hey, did you see the blood moon? I saw only the internet versions. Uh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, we were a little fogged in. Uh, couldn't see it completely. But I mean, great pictures from those that got to see it. <sighs> yeah. Unbelievable. I think uh, actually Maria may be posting some of the pictures from it. Cool. It's super, super spectacular. It was just really interesting. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, Penny, but we are actually trying to get a hold of a couple of folks. Well, one in particular that has been talking about the four blood moons and what they mean from a spiritual point of view. Uh, and how close these four blood moons are. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, these four blood moon eclipses uh, happen to fall on, uh, uh, and this has happened only like a few handful, like a handful of times. It, they happen to fall on uh, the Jewish feasts. They fall on four Jewish feasts, hmm. and from what I understand. You, you know, and and uh, I'm going to hope I'm going to get this right. This particular one falls in the year of Shemitah. And so there are powerful, powerful, uh, 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 what I like to call uh, opportunities as a result of this. It's a time of abundance. Uh, It's a time of phenomenal change. And for those of you out there, uh, you can go find a lot about this. There's a really good book uh, by, uh, let's see, who's the book by? Larry and Liz. Uh, Huck. Yeah. Blood Moon book. But figure it out. Go check it out. And contrary to what people believe, Benny, about the gloom and the doom, you know, I got somebody here that's going to talk about what we choose to believe in this world. And are you ready for this, Benny? I hope you're ready, and I hope you're going to take notes. Always ready. Manifesting. One, two, three, and you don't need number three. What? (laughs) Wow, that sounds easy. I love that. I had to do the math on that for a minute. 
Ken Elliott's joining us here today. I so, so, so love to talk about this topic. And Ken has really written a super book about this. But more than that, you know, what do we, what have we learned about manifesting? And I would say over the past 10, 12 years, since uh, manifesting has certainly hit the mainstream of things, what have we really learned uh, in that time frame? But most importantly, what what is left for us to learn? It's great to have Ken joining me here today. He's an artist. He's a writer. He lives in Castle Rock, Colorado. Hello, beautiful place. And he's been on a, what we call, at least, I bet, a dual track for over 25 years as an accomplished artist. He's someone that experienced amazing stories about life, what shows up and how they do show up. And so today we get to chat with him about how we can transform our lives. Go to manifesting123.com. That'll get you started in the right direction. But today's show, we are going to hit it, and we are going to hit it in a way I hope you all are going to be taking notes. Ken, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's good. It's good to have you. Uh, You're so full of it. You're fun, and that's what I mean by full of it. I'm already smiling. I'm happy. What's up with you? Yeah, exactly. What's up with me? And, you know, I got to admit, I haven't really been smoking anything in a lot of decades. So it isn't that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think part of what it is, is, um, and I have to say this, and probably, you know, people may or may not relate to it. I learned about gratitude the hard way. And, you know, there is Hmm. gratitude the easy way, which I think you talk about in the book. And then there's gratitude, of course, the way that I did it. But, you know, part of this is really being able to look at our experiences in life and then knowing what to do with them. Here's a question for you, Ken. Given Mm -hmm. all that you've done, how accomplished you are, phenomenal artist, now just incredible author, taking this message out into the world. Here's a question. You know, what are some of the challenges and obstacles you had to overcome to, like, bring you to this very moment? Being a guy. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Benny, this is a first, Benny. I know you have not heard that answer before. (laughs) Yeah, it's just being somebody who's just, you know, just, What's for dinner, and uh, do I have to really do that? And do I need to be paying attention? What do you mean awareness? What is what is? What? No, no, no. There's a football game on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting because we hear people really use this language now. Uh, what is it? They, what is it? They, a man brain. And someone actually said that to me the other day. And I'm thinking, what what exactly does that mean? How have you overcome that obstacle, Ken? Well, I have two brains, so it made it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy thing. Um, well, I really got bonked on the head. That's what happened. Yeah. You know, I think we have a little bit of destiny. I also, and I can't tell you this is so, because I, I haven't toured the factory, but I also believe, and it's been my experience and that of a lot of other people, that we have a lot of control over our lives. Now, mm-hmm. we might have to meet that person. We may encounter that issue. That's our school. That's our walk. And these things will come into our lives, and they're here for a time, and they're gone for a time, or they stay with us forever. 
And those are the good things we're supposed to experience in those rough and tumble sort of things. But in the interim, we have a lot of room to select the sort of life that we want. And you had talked earlier about, you know, how can we improve ourselves? How can we make ourselves better? And I'm, I'm gonna, this is going to be a different show. You're going to yeah. get something fundamentally new out of this show. And it's, it's not very often that somebody has something to say that's new. This is not my information. I'm just uh-huh. a messenger boy. Don't have an ego in this. But right off the bat, I'll say to your listeners that are out there seeking and, and working to improve themselves in this and that, you've already been doing this. Your thoughts have made everything in your life. And if you're happy with your life, congratulations. And if you're not happy with your life, congratulations, because I'm the guy that will tell you during the show today that you're really good at making things, and you make yeah. them all the time, whether you're aware of it or not. It doesn't matter. So congratulations whatever you made. And if you want to make a change, that's what we're going to talk about today. And it's very, very simple. I and, love and what you, you say in the book. You say something like, uh, I hope I don't misquote, something like, okay, look, the act of creation, you know what? That's not a magic trick. And I thought about this. You mean I don't have to pull the act of creation out of a hat? And then you say it's everybody's gift and it's easy to do. Um, And this is really – and you don't waste any time in the book doing that. I I made a note that you like – you know, like you wrote that right up front. Uh, you also talk about the fact that you want us to have an unfair advantage. I want to talk to you about that because you know what? I, who doesn't want that, right? Yes. Now, that, that people trip on that. When I say unfair advantage, I mean that in, in sort of a humorous way. Yeah, but if you, if you have a big, fat toolbox, <laughs> then use all those tools. Learn how to use those tools. The beauty of what we're talking about today is that we're going to talk about one tool, and it's thought. Now, imagine – uh-oh, I'm in trouble. I forgot how to breathe. Help me, Pat. I forgot how to breathe. What do I do? How do I breathe? I can't breathe. Help me. It, you know, it's ridiculous because we know how to breathe. What we don't know, we just do it. And we don't run around looking for the best pockets of air in the house. It's all around us. We just breathe. And even if you decide to try to breathe, you don't know the names of the muscles you use or, or how you really bring in air or what it does. It's your birthright. And all around you all the time, your thoughts are creating. And I don't know why it fell to me, but I'm the uh, guy to pass this on, and it's completely new. I learned how thoughts are formed. Mm-hmm. And I have friends, just very few friends, who are so gifted, they can see thoughts forming in the field around you. And that changes everything. Now, when you go to the light switch, you don't crawl and petition and beg and pray that the lights will come on before you hit the switch because you know that switch connected to the power plant. What no one ever told you, what is new for this show, and just sit back because here we go, your thoughts start to form immediately as you think of them. And it's just as simple as this. The more you think about that particular thought, the more it will form from a vapor that my friends can see on the other side. Yeah. And it will get more and more solid, more and more 3D. It'll take on more and more color until it's finally so solid and so 3D in the unseen field around you that it will come over into the physical world. 
And that can be the perfect career. That can be the little red car. It can be whatever you think. And you're making it all the time. Mm. Your fears are thoughts, too. And you're making those just as readily and just as easily as the happy thoughts. Yeah. I, I want to talk with you. We're going to mm-hmm. take a short break here, but I want to talk with you about uh, what I call subconscious innuendo. Uh, okay. And, y- you know, you really talk about this in the book in many, many places. And what I mean by that is that, uh, you know, sometimes we walk around affirming, 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 and yet there's this little voice in the back, right? This little, oh, really? But you know what? You have a minus 50 in your bank account. Oh, and so we don't really think about the fact that, yeah, we may be walking around on the outside saying, I can, I can, I will, I will. It is, it is. And in the background, we're not maybe saying it, right, Ken? But it's there, the dark hole of doubt. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk, Ken's going to talk about, yeah, how to create the good. I love it. And gratefulness as power. Love this book. We're going to give three copies away. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. My mind runs away to you With a thought I hope you'll see Can't see where it's wondered to But I know Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. 
<laughs> Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Whoa, this book is brilliant. You're not going to believe the results. I love this. And Ken really is going to take us through this because, you know, one of the things I love to do in this show is just ask a question and then be quiet and let the people that have the knowledge share share what they've learned. And for those of you out there, we're moving into a time, from what I understand, of enormous opportunity. So this, this morning I woke up and I was watching, Ken, I was watching the Weather Channel, and they were showing how the planets are all aligned, right, how everything lined up. And, you know, what, one of the commentaries on the show said, it made a little like a, what do, you, what do you call that sarcastic little remark like, oh, I wish my life lined up like that. And I'm thinking, ooh, dude, you really just said that to a million gazillion people on national television? So, so Ken, I know that you would have emailed this person and said, oh, let me work with you. Manifesting one, two, three, and you don't need number three. This is the book. I'd love Benny to give away our first autographed copy of it. For those of you out there, first caller, 1-800-930-2819. I was going to say dial it because I'm back to the old school. Uh, basically, I should be saying just put, just hit that button because you probably got some button you're going to hit. Ken, one, two, three. I want, I want the formula, whether it's magic or not. You know? And I talked a little bit you know, before the break about create the good. Can you share with us the secret formula? <laughs> well, there are, you know, there's so many books on manifesting and you know, the law of attraction. It, you can just stack them right up to your eyeballs. Yeah. And years ago, when I had my little bonked on the head experience, and I, uh, through a recommendation, I needed some help. And I uh, got to the bottom of the well, and I asked for a, the most accurate psychic in the United States from a a writer and a lecturer, and she mm-hmm. said, you call Judy Goodman. Mm, yes. And I don't know why I said this, but, um, and there's a magic word in your life. You'll hear people say, I don't know why I said that to you. Yes. And, and I said, well, where does her information come from? She said, it comes from the top. Is that good enough for you? And it kind of scared me. And I uh, was very shaky dialing Judy's number. I didn't hesitate, but, but man, I was kind of um, freaked. And she got on the phone and we just hit it off like the old friends that we are from, way back before dirt was invented, frankly. Um, 
And she helped me with the issue, but what also happened, and I had to do the work on the issue. There was no magic wand, and that took some time, but I had a clue. And uh, what happened also was the thing I didn't sign up for. I started learning and preparing myself to do what I'm here to do, and that's part of what's happening right now with the show. So so thank you, Benny, and thank you, Pat, for, for allowing me on this show. And, and so what, what was happening, I was dealing with a person who is really the most gifted person that I'm aware of in the West. And that's what I, I used to put people on the radio shows, and uh, that was part of the pitch. Um, we don't have time to go through all the things that she can do, but she's out of body every night. Uh, she can be in your dreams. She sees everything that's going on around you, uh, your guides. She can see your past lives. She can see your present movies playing. She can see your soul's work, mm. which you're here to do. Will you get all that information? No, because some of those things you have to find out for yourself. But she's very handy, I'll tell you that. And she's like everybody's Aunt B, but she punch, she packs punch. And uh, one of the things that somebody said is if you send this gifted woman something in thought, she'll get it. Now, as a kid, you know, I, I grew up liking ESP and UFOs and dinosaurs and all that, you know, stuff. Um, so I was up on some of this stuff, but some of these gifts that Judy had, I'd never heard before. And this thing about sending something thought, I thought was pretty wild. Well, I'd, I'd been in a conversation with Judy on a daily basis for some time. As it turns out, she had a birthday coming up. So I called her up and said, I'm going to send you something in thought, like that other friend of mine did last year. She said, what are you going to do? I said, well, uh, I'm going to think about it real hard and send it to you. She said, look, here's what you do. You take a few seconds on this thing. You don't have to have a picture of the object. And you just visualize it as best you can. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you visualize it and you let it go. And she said, now, Ken, since you're sending me a gift on my birthday, you're going to think it of in your head. And since it's, it's a gift, it's going to come out through your heart. And I'm going to get it every time. It was the head and the heart thing, what we would call now gratitude. I'll come back to that. Yeah. Or love. Two great forces in this world. One is love and one is fear. And so I'm going to, I didn't really know what I was doing. I'm just a pumpkin head. I have no skills, no philosophy, no background. I have no literature, no experience on this at all. I'm just playing post office. Mm-hmm. with this uh, woman who has allowed me to do so. So um, get up the next morning, I'm going to send her uh, a very simple object, and, and it happened. It happened. Wow. Yeah. It was a, a rose and a silver vase. Now, in the book, I don't know we'll have time to go into that, because I'm going to tell you another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but that thought was intercepted and embellished by what Judy calls a big guy. So for those of you that are worried about the religious aspects of this, that this might be satanic or supernatural, magical stuff, well, my first encounter, I came across a big guy you would all know the name of, and uh, and, and he uh, put a nice twist on that little simple rose that I had sent to Judy. So I was doing this for years, and every time I sent Judy something in thought, she got it every time. Now, she was 2,100 miles away. So okay. I just target her living room and send, and send it off. I didn't know what I was doing. And remember that thing about the heart? Yeah. Nah, forget it. Uh, you know, I'm just a guy. I'm just going to bludgeon this. I'm going to hammer it into position and, and, you know, and put it in a wheelbarrow and just shove it off. Um, 
I, I had no finesse. So um, the, the demonstration, and I didn't realize how important it was at the time, and, and this is the one that's going to rock your world. So after a number of years of doing this, sending her all kinds, all manner of objects, and into different places, I, uh, I had a, a thought, a brilliant thought. Now, why it took me so many years to do this, I have no idea. It might be I'm a little slow on the uptake. And I called her up. Either you that or she's... you got a little Capricorn in your chart like me. I have four planets. We're late bloomers. <laughs> that was very, very late on this one. <laughs> so I called her up and said, are you busy? She said, no. I said, well, have you got a chair in front of you? She said, sure. What's up? I said, I'm going to send you something in thought, but I want you to stay on the phone with me. I'm going to do this in real time. Because always before I send it and I call her, and she told me what it was. She said, okay, so what are you going to do? Well, I, I, I'm going to think about it real hard, and I'll send it to you. She said, okay, go for it, bucko. Tell me a bucko. bucko. <laughs> That's like grasshopper. Now, remember the heart? Forget about yeah. it. I'm good at this, right? I'm just going to just cram it. So I don't know how this works. Now, I need something unique, and I'm an artist, so i got that little funny bent. I don't know what's in the broadband. I don't know what the kids are thinking outside playing. So I've got to come up with something unique. So when she gets it, I'll know it's my idea. So very quickly, I didn't need a picture or anything. I don't have to really visualize this well. I said, okay, uh, to myself, I didn't tell Judy, I'm going to send her a five-foot-tall Daffy Duck, and he's going to be sitting in that chair. He's holding a stick like a, like a ruler upward, like a yardstick. And it's got a horizontal wooden sign across the top of that. And on the front, written in red lipstick, it says love on it. So it's a five-foot-tall Daffy Duck sitting down with a handmade wooden sign that says love on it. And I went to work on it. And in my book, I'm very careful not to label what you would call techniques. Mm -hmm. So I just concentrated on it real hard. I, I'm not one of these people that meditate. I'm not one of these people that concentrates that well for a length of time. I'm not good at that. Um, I could be better if I practice, but I don't. So I'm just thinking about this really, 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 really hard. And, and it's, it, for me, it's kind of hard to imagine this duck with the, with the with, with, you know, the apparatus in the chair. But I was doing the best I could. And after two minutes, I'm, I'm just done. I'm worn out. I'm what a wimp. <laughs> and and so I said, okay, what have you got? Now I'm going to hold that. What have you got? Question right there. Here's what yeah. I had learned in the meantime. I became very close friends with William Buhlman. He's one of the foremost writers about out of body experiences. And I learned how to do that. I'm not an adept like he is, but I've been the other side a lot on purpose. And one of the things that William told me, and you know, just off the cuff conversation because we're pals he he's a guy's guy but he makes lists like crazy and guys don't make lists okay so i'm beating up on guys today but as a rule <laughs> we don't make lists you know we're just not that way and but he would make these lists and he would call me and tell me what's on the list and his stuff would happen and i said what are you doing what are you what, what are you doing i couldn't make the connection between what i was doing what he was doing what a knucklehead and he said, sometimes he's on the other side, and he can see the things on his list forming up over there. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, it's kind of like they're on a shelf, but it's not a shelf. 
and and here's this thing and item number two on the list and number six and all those things they're in various stages of development they start out like a vapor like a transparent with smoke and when he gets that list and he touches it and he reviews it and he looks at it every day he thinks about it he might say it out loud when he has the intention it would if that list is an intention, and he layers it and layers it and layers it by just looking at it and touching it and reviewing it every day. Those wisps of smoke start to form into something recognizable. And I said, what? Yeah, and he told me about that. Then he made a second list, and that started to come true, including living in China for two years. He ended up there for four. His wife got transferred. Within six weeks of him making that list, his wife came to him, with the number one item on his list, she said, I'm, "I've got an offer to go to China. Do you want to? Do you want to go?" And on his list, he said, "I don't want to visit China. I want to live there." So they ended up for four years. Wow! That happened within six weeks of them making it. He kissed the ground when he got back. By the way, he was done with China. <laughs> but, so, so I know how thought forms. And for probably every one of you, if you haven't read the book, I don't know this is in the literature anywhere. Your thoughts start as a vapor. And there's nothing you can do about it. And it doesn't matter if you believe this or not. That you won't hear in the metaphysical books. Here's another one. It doesn't matter if you're a good person or a bad person because thought just makes things. And if you take your coffee cup and hold it out over the table and let it go, it's going to crash to the ground every time because that's what gravity does. And if you observe water running downhill, that water is not dependent upon your belief system. The water is going to run downhill. It doesn't matter if you're a good person, a bad person. If you understand gravity, believe in God or the nature uh, came to put this together, water runs downhill because of gravity. So I'm going to go back to Judy now. I said, all right, what did you get after two minutes of trying to? Let's hold that thought. Let's take a short break and let's hold that thought for when we come back, you know, because, you know, this whole idea of vapor, you know, it's really interesting about vapor. Uh, uh, How would I know about this? Well, I actually did a little uh, checking into vapor not too long ago. Almost every aspect of how we visualize something metaphysical in our movies, in plays is surrounded by vapor. It's fabulous. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. My very special guest joining me here today, Ken Elliott. We've got another copy of the book to give away. We'll be right back. I've been sleeping with the lights on Cause the darkness is surrounding you This is my world, this is my choice Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's my tip of the day. Let's talk about unlimited thinking. Let's talk about limitlessness. What would it look like and feel like? Is it only for special people? What if you aren't living a very abundant, powerful life right now? Is this opportunity closed off to you? Absolutely not. This is your chance without lifting a finger, even telling anyone around you, or leaving the house. You can begin to step into all that you are and all that you were meant to be. Pay attention to the arguments that arise as you articulate the limitlessness of your opportunities, your finances, and the loving and supportive friends and family members around you. Draw them in. 
Let's shift those agreements from the lower level energies to those that allow you to step into all that you are. Visit me at LeslieFontaine.com and listen to Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. I've been waiting for an answer Because I built this bed for two I'm just hanging on your answer Hey everybody, welcome back. Check it out. Go to manifesting123.com. Check it out. Uh, I'm so thrilled to have Ken Elliott joining me here today. And for those of you out there, you know, there's lots of information on his website. You could tap into how to get a copy of the book uh, and much more about what he is sharing with everyone. You know, one, two, three does go beyond the law of attraction in so many ways. Many people, you know, Ken, as you know, uh, in the law of attraction, you know, that, that watch the law of attraction and watch Oprah and did the vision board, bought the t-shirt and came back and said, you know what, that is just not happening for me. And I know you're going to talk about that today, but before we get back to the story, uh, Benny, let's give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. First caller. Ken, thank you so much for joining me here today. I would love to hear the rest of that story. Well, it's my honor. All right, to pick up. I'm going to send something in thought to my gifted friend, Judy Goodman, mm-hmm. 2,100 miles away. Okay. And uh, so what I imagined that I'm setting her is a five-foot-tall daffy duck sitting in a chair in front of her with a handmade wooden sign, vertical sign, that says love on the top. So it looks like this little yardstick with a little uh, horizontal sign tacked to the top of that. So after two minutes, I have completely worn myself out trying to visualize this thing. Judy doesn't know what I'm sending. And I ask her, okay, after two minutes, what have you got? Now, I've been successful in sending her many, 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 many things for 
maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 years now. And so I'm not used to, I'm not at all used to her response. She's a very nice person, but she got in my face. She, she raised her voice a little bit. She was uh, a little aggressive. Uh-huh. And, and she said, are you trying to send me something? And I said, well, yeah, I'm working my fanny off on it. She said, well, listen, you're just making smoke on that chair. You need to get on this. You have a wimpy thought. You're going to get a wimpy result. Now you get on this right now. You're just wasting my time. Now get on this. Well, hell, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up a friendship. I'm wasting her time. I'm a failure. I'm a wimp. I'm, I, I was freaked out. But, but she said something that went right by me because, because of that attitude. I was making smoke in the chair where there was no smoke before. She could see something forming on the other side in that chair. Now, that's what William Buellman talked about. That's what I knew. I knew how thoughts formed, and it was like smoke first. Now, if she had just we'd had a casual conversation about what I was doing, I might have said, oh, I'll make him some smoke. Tell you what, I'm going to take a break. I'm a little tired. I'll get back to you on this later. But no, she spooked me. I didn't think about anything other than the fact that I'm failing. So I doubled down. I didn't know I had it in me, but I put another four minutes in concentrating very, very hard, just bludgeoning this idea of a Daffy Duck with a handmade sign. So after four minutes, I don't have any energy left. Um, <laughs> that's still pretty wimpy, isn't it? That's why I, why I would say I'm not very good at this uh, meditation thing. This is not a meditation, thank God. Any 12-year-old can do what I'm doing. And... So I said, after six total minutes, all right, what have you got? And she said, are you trying to send me a cartoon character? Mm. Well, that, that put a lump in my throat. And I said, yeah. She said, well, there's this poor human thing, two and a half feet tall. He's got little skinny arms and little skinny legs. And he's got cartoon colors on him, so I figure he's a cartoon character. And he's got a stick in his hand. Six minutes, 2,100 miles away with some guy who doesn't even know what he's doing, just fooling around, and that Daffy Duck is forming up in her chair. And that's what your thoughts do. Mm. And they do it all the time. It's like a little machine, and you put a little quarter in that box, and you get a quarter back. It does it every time, all the time. And you can't make it not do it. Because your, your mind thinks of things. So the number one of the one, two, three is simply this. And, and I, well, I'll back up. I didn't know what I was doing. I was still fooling around with this. And then I saw the secret, which is a worldwide phenomenon. And here's all these experts on here. And they've all got their approach to how to manifest things. And it's really like a roundtable of best practices. Yeah. You know, watch your language or yeah. meditate well, or this thing or that thing. And, and and people get the theme of it, and they roll with it. And a lot of people bail out because they trip on some of these things. Well, I'm not good at that. Well, I don't believe in this. Or I, I, you know, it just it just doesn't sit with them. Mm-hmm. And, and and I got it. I, I just I, my eyes were wide open. I said, "Oh my God, I know what, what they're doing, but I know something they don't know. I, I don't wish and hope. I know how thoughts make things." And here's that word again. I was such a knucklehead. I've been doing this for 15 years or so, but I never turned it on me. Oh, I would just play in post office. Right. I never, I never thought I could make something for myself. 
I, it never dawned on me that maybe I've been doing this all my life, that that's what thoughts do. But that's what those people were saying, and I knew something core that they didn't know. And, and I didn't have to hope. I know what it does. I can go turn on the lights, and the lights come on. Mm-hmm. I can go turn on the faucet, and the water comes out, because I know how this is all connected. It's really, really simple. Your thoughts start to form up immediately. You can't stop it. And so that was an epiphany for me. And uh, and then later, uh, ran across uh, Mike Dooley, who was part of that. I really like his, yeah, his style. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, good guy. And uh, he stressed this this singular, well, he, he had a lot of ideas. And one of these things just floored me. And it's been out there in the literature, but I'd never heard it before until I heard it with, uh, with Mike. So thank you, Mike. And he said, go to the future with your thoughts. Well, heck yeah. And I remember having lunch with William Buhlman sometime after that. And I, I'm telling him I'm going to write a book about this how to do this manifesting thing. He's the out-of-body guy, and he speaks to that. But it's not something he made a, you know, a, a big thing about. He has another specialty. And I said, I know something about this manifest thing, which, which he showed me um, with the smoke and all that. I said, I've got another wrinkle on that. I said, what's that? I said, imagine that you take your thoughts and you, you're in your future. And in your future, everything you want has already happened. Everything you desire has already happened. And he slammed his fist on the, his hand on the table at lunch. He said, oh, my God, that changes everything. Of course, of course, I can create things in the future with my thoughts. I can create anything. I, and he's been doing a little bit of that, but it didn't hit him. Of course. Well, that hit me like a ton of bricks when he got excited. So the number one or the one, two, three is simply this. I'm going to call this the movie. Because anybody, everybody is good at watching a movie. You don't come out of the theater and say, oh, I flunked watching Batman 5. I mean, please. You know, anybody can watch a movie. You may not understand the plot line, but you watch the movie. So we're going to call this the movie. It's not anything but a simple term that anybody can do. A three-year-old can watch a movie. So in your movie, you're in your future. And, and I have a number of scenes, and they all go like this. Mm-hmm. I'm in my future, and in my future, I'm in my perfect home. Now, what I'm going to do, instead of visualizing every nook and cranny of that house, is I'm sitting on my couch, and I'm rubbing my hand on the sofa, and I'll say, I'm in my future, and I'm sitting on my sofa in my perfect house in my future. And I'll take a deep breath of air. I'm breathing the air in my future, and I'm so grateful to be in the future in my perfect home, and I say I'm so grateful. Now, when you say you're grateful, it's like taking that thought. Remember the heart that Judy told me back years ago? Yeah. When I say I'm grateful, it's like plugging it into the biggest plug socket you've got in your house. It amplifies that. It's much, much stronger than my just bludgeoning these things together, as I was good at doing. But when I say I'm grateful, it's very efficient and very powerful. So in my movie, I have these different scenes. Now, I don't specify what the house looks like. I don't specify how I got there. And I'm going to rush through this number one so we can get to number two because our time is starting to wane on us. But let's say you want that perfect job. I don't use the word job. 
wouldn't you rather have the perfect career? Yeah. And we don't know yeah. if you have to commute. We don't know if it's uh, in service. We don't know if it's on the 15th floor or if it's just down the hall in your own perfect home. So you don't say, I'm in my future and I'm going to get my uh, perfect job. But first, I need to get some tires on the car and I need to lose a few pounds and get to the hairdresser and a new wardrobe and all that. Your thoughts are so literal. They will do everything you say, and it's not necessary. Skip all that stuff, and you can simply say, and I'll use the couch as a device again. I'm in my home at the end of the day. I'm on my couch. I can touch that couch, and I observe, it's after hours, that I just love my career. I can't wait to get back there and mix it up with those wonderful people and the wonderful things I get to do. I'm so grateful. And that's the number one. It goes on and on and on. Now, sometimes you visualize. You want to go to Paris, you visualize you're in Paris. If you're with your perfect partner, fine. Do not look at your perfect partner. Don't specify what that person has to look like. You'll know perfect when you see it. Don't specify. Don't limit it. That's your number one. And you work really smart because in your future, this has already happened. Mm -hmm. Don't take your junk into the future. If you have junk, leave it behind. Okay. In your future, yeah. In your future, you don't have it. Your thoughts will begin to form that, and my friends can see it. And I've had phone calls from Judy where she says, "You know, this thing's happening tomorrow. Get ready." Or she said, "What happened to that business plan? It's going back to smoke." I said, I, "I'm not going to do it. It was too complex. Uh, it was it was a website thing it, over our heads. Going to take too much money to just maintain it." Right. She said, "Are you sure it was almost done?" She said, "No, I'm letting it go. Letting it go. It was going back to smoke, and she could see it." So the number two was fear. How are you going to deal with worry? Worry is a fear. So this was given to me to pass on to you. It just came out of the sky because I was in a big jam. I got my perfect house. What was I thinking? Oh, my God, that payment's due? Where am I going to get the money for that? I was freaking out. Yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah. And I, and I know that that's a thought, and I'm loading it with the other powerful force in the universe, fear. So I, I can charge the stuff up with, with love and gratitude, or I can charge up with fear. Right. And I can't afford to be afraid of being sick. I can't afford of not being able to pay my expenses. So here's what I was given. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you've got this really bad ache in your ankle that's been chronic, yeah. and you keep thinking about it, thinking about it. What are you going to do? The more you think about it, the more you can actually make it from something that might be nothing and something quite serious. You can Size create. Size of a grapefruit. Yeah. You can, buy, you can create disease. Yeah. So there's two things you can do with this worry, and please yeah. write this down. Convert that worry to an action item. What the heck does that mean? You get a piece of paper or you get your smartphone, and you say, I'm going to take action on this pain. If I wake up with this pain, then I'm making a note now, put an appointment on my smartphone to tell me when I wake up, 9 o'clock, I'm going to call the doctor and make an appointment. I'm not going to put this off anymore. Chances are it's nothing. If I wake up and still feel it, I'm going to quit worrying about it. I'm going to take action and make an appointment. And I'm going to put it on my phone. My phone doesn't care about my ankle. You talk about blood moon, well, I'll, I'll take it up. Uh, the end of the world is going to happen next Thursday at 4 p.m. Uh-huh. If I put it on my phone, my phone does not care. It doesn't care. So I'm going to offload as much of this worry and emotion as I can onto that calendar. 
I'm going to I'm going to point it right there and say I'm going to take action on this when I get that ping. If it's money that you're worried about in the middle of the night, what are you going to do at 3 a.m.? So I'm going to put some action items on my uh, phone or on a piece of paper. Number one, I'm going to make an appointment to call my boss and ask for a raise. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to call some people who owe me money. Eh, I get queasy about that, too. But I wish they'd pay me if they owe me. But it's okay, you know. Uh, would it pay all the bills? No. But I'm going to take action on this worry that I don't have money. Right. And and that's what you do on the number two. Number three is very simple. You're very, very powerful. I believe in the higher self. I've seen what I've seen. My friends have seen this. But don't sit down and try to be Superman. You can't. Just be 12 years old. Go into your movie. And in your future, all these things have happened. And that's all you have to do. Don't try to be perfect because you're not. Yeah. But you are per- very powerful. But you don't have to tap into power. It's like breathing. Thought will do whatever you think, and it's your birthright. Now, you've got stuff, you know, you're going to fall asleep doing this. Pink elephant's going to walk through the room. Have a laugh. Don't worry. You do it every day, just once a day. Don't do this all day long. You've got to get out more because now you've made yourself a target. There's that law of attraction thing. Now that that your thoughts are creating things, it is, it's, it's working, bringing things to you. But it can't all come through the keyhole. They can't all come through the phone. So you get out more. Move around a little bit. Don't wear crummy clothes when you go to the Home Depot. You never know who you're going to meet. So it's just as simple as that. Your thoughts are going to create it. They start right away. You touch it every day, and you go back to your regular day. But you're going to see a result. It's water running downhill. It just keeps making it. Yeah. You talk about worry in the book, Ken, and I know we've only got a few minutes left here. And um, I I want to, you know, make sure that we also address that. Um, You know, there are fears that people have and and it's in it's in the cells of their body sometimes, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's fear, it's anxiety. But the worry thing is sort of this conundrum for folks. You know, they say, no, I'm not really afraid of that. I just think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I and I, you address it in the book, and I'd like for you to talk to it here for a minute and, you know, let folks know, okay, we've got number one, we've got number two. Are we off to the races here, Ken? You are. It's that simple. And you know, there's other radio shows. I'm going to archive this one. You'll hear me talk about this. I'm, I'm giving it away for free. Yeah, I'm not going to get between you and your birthright for fourteen ninety five. Yeah, I'm not going to go over there and get bitch slapped over this when I get the other side. <laughs> uh, it, it's your birthright, so I'm the I'm the explainer. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We don't charge for our archives and haven't done so. Nine thousand shows where we yeah. can pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're worried about something, I want you to be real clear on this. Your mm-hmm. thoughts make things. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. It makes things. Hitler invaded Poland, 1939. It was allowed. Yeah. He thought it up, and, and 100,000 angels didn't stop him at the border. No. That's harsh. That's what I said in the book, but it's allowed. Your thoughts will make anything, and it doesn't judge what you're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't judge. It just makes stuff. So if you're worried about something, you're doing it in a repetitive way. You're making it. So, so stop it, please. Yeah. Now, can you can you stop worrying? No. Can you just say, well, well, don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Well, the rent's due tomorrow. So you make an action item out of that. 
you 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 get on Craigslist. You start looking for that second job. You call some people that might mentor you. You take action about this lack of money. And by the way, there is the equivalent of money. A lot of us have gotten reduction in our rent. We have gotten checks in the mail. I get these stories all the time. They didn't punch in and punch out to get thousands, even hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. It just happened. And, and it's a head scratcher, but it's the equivalent of money. They specified something to be solved. And the answer isn't always punching in, punching out, and it looks like dollar bills. And it's, it's miraculous. There's also time. One of the most important things I do every day, and I'll tell you exactly what I say, I'm in my future, and I have perfectly synchronized time between what I'm here to do, I'm doing it now, my careers, art, this, other things, my relationships, and my personal time. And when people ride around with me, they they notice this sometimes. I have magical time. I'm not late even when I am. If I'm running late, they're running late. If I need more time, people cancel days and weeks at a time on things. That happened to me just yesterday. I got five days back this month that I dearly needed. I thought I'd be out of town. Right. And I did that while I was on the phone telling somebody about synchronized time. And a text came in. I got five days back. So it's it, your thoughts just make sense. You can't figure it out, but you're the one that does it. Don't worry about how this is going to happen. Don't be concerned with that. Just do it. Rinse and repeat and go back to your day. And offload those thoughts and turn them into action items. Put them on the calendar. Your calendar doesn't care. And take action on these things. Just don't sit around and wait for doomsday. Take some action. Wow. What a great, great conversation. And, you know, what I loved about this was, you know, you're saying take some action. You're not saying you have to take this particular action. And what I love about that is that, you know, the action you take moves energy. Uh, And sometimes we get attached to an outcome. You know, we get attached to, well, I'm taking action. I'm going to tell you, Ken, I'm taking this action and better happen. Well, uh, maybe, maybe not. Because now we've now put on another condition of the Mm -hmm. energy of taking action. It's a thought. It has to do that, too. It has to do that first. Yeah. Or yeah. you can do things simultaneously. I, you know, I'm I'm doing this positive thing about my perfect career. Yeah. And and then I have this other thing about I'm not worthy. Oh. I'm not good. I'm not smart and fast enough. And guess what? You get the job and then you get fired. Yeah. Congratulations. You're you're really good at making stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, Ken, what a great conversation. Thank you for today. I've got one last question. For those of you out there, uh, go to manifesting123.com. And, you know, before the end of the show, I'd love to give a third copy of the book away 1 800 930 2819. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And, with? and thank you so much. Well, a lot of people say there's nothing you can't do. You know, that, that's an insurmountable hill. Your thoughts make things, period. And and they have made your life. And if it's a good life, good. If it's not a good life, you can change it. If you're not living with mommy and daddy anymore, then it's your fault if you like it or you don't. Do not get in the car and, and say you're going somewhere and take your hands off the wheel. You're going to get bumper card right off the road. You're going to end up doing what mommy and daddy want you to do or somebody in your relationship wants you to do. 
Put your hands on the wheel and point yourself where you want to go. I love it. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We've got another hour coming up for you. We'll be right back. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. insider knowledge about everything that is going on at transformation talk radio go to transformationtalkradio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter stay updated on new hosts inspiring guests and good news articles from around the world we look forward to having you join our community what does a dentist of the year get a little plaque Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. 